Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another side. Johnson, now let's get it in. Sunny B, let's go. I got it. All right, let me get it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the inaugural episode one of Another Side Podcast with my co-host, Mr. Sandy Bills. What's up, Sandy? Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Hello, everybody. Uh, this is super exciting. This is crazy. Um people often don't see the the amount of hard work and prep that goes into these things but trust me it's been happening so it's a pleasure to bring you guys episode one great to be here um looking forward to going on this pretty crazy journey with all of you yes this episode is going to be i believe uh one of the best ones because we have a uh a super super special guest um that is going to join us later um, and we we all know how special she will be once she gets on, and you'll understand why she's so special. And you guys heard it here first. You heard it here first. Another side part. Yeah. This is where you heard it first. Exclusively on this podcast, a very, very special guest. But first, um, let's just start with, you know, just checking in because we just came out of a, well, actually we're still in, a global pandemic, but last year, 2020 was like super, super duper crazy. So how's things been with you, bro? It's good, man. I mean, yeah, it very much feels like we're coming out of things here at the moment. Um, People are getting vaccinated. Um, Things are starting to return. So yeah, things are good, man. Things are good. It's like sunny in the UK for a change right now. We've got some <laughs> sunshine, which is happening. Um. I mean, you get, you're spoiled in California. You get it all the time. Sunshine all year round. Loving life. But um, yeah, it's so nice here, man. Like when the sun's out, everyone just goes absolutely wild. Everyone's wilding out, enjoying themselves. So it's been nice. Disappointing with the football. Obviously, we just uh, came super close to winning the Euros. Losing on a penalty shootout to Italy in the final. Oh, it couldn't have got any closer than that. I'm telling you. Bro. Oh, it was heartbreaking. But the thing is, you know, the funniest thing, it's actually quite nice. I just remembered the story. Um, 
so my my daughter my daughter's four um for the listeners um who d- who aren't aware um i have a four-year-old daughter and she um got really into the football it was so sweet of her she kind of enjoys saw see she saw how much i was enjoying it she got into it as well and uh, in the like obviously she'd used to every single game we were winning we'd win everything we were doing great all she had seen her entire life was england winning now Anyone who's been an England supporter for 10, 20, 30 years, that is not the case. We we have not been on top. We've not been winning games. It's just loads of things have been happening. Anyway, so we lose the final to Italy. Obviously, she didn't stay up to watch the final. And in the morning, she said to me, oh, daddy, what happened in the game? And I was like, oh, honey, we lost. We didn't win. And she burst into tears and she was like, oh, but no. we always win. She was like, we win every time. I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> Welcome to supporting England because we don't always win. You've been spoiled. So anyone born in the last five, six years, you don't know how good you've had it watching this England team. We will be back the World Cup next year. We'll be back stronger and it's going to be amazing. I'm sure. You know, experience in those type of settings, like they, they really, they mean a lot and they, they breed you you know, the mental toughness that you have to have in those, I can't even imagine the pressure that those guys feel, you know, even here in the States, like basketball and football and on those stages and all those cameras and, you know, very, very fanatic fans. Like that's what fans are. They're, they're super fanatic and they get violent sometimes and, you know, send yeah. hate mail and, you know, oh, death threats and all that crazy stuff, which is it, the horrible side of all of it. I mean, that all came so. out after the game, just some just disgraceful things coming out. And it's just such a shame. That's a part of the game Like we all feel passion. We all feel disappointed. But to blame it on the people, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. And as musicians, we just get love, don't we? We, ju- we go up there. The crowd just go crazy. We get all this amazing love. It's awesome. But imagine like a sports star where half of the crowd want you to fail. Half the crowd are booing you, shouting things at you, trying to put you off. Like imagine that on a gig. If half the, half the audience were just like booing you and chucking stuff at you, you'd be like, this is hard to do my job right now. We'd probably fluff a little bit more. But they've got this added pressure, man. We can play a stadium and people love it. And everyone, 90, 100,000 people in that stadium clapping, going crazy, cheering, loving it. But this, these sports stars, different level, different mentality. Musician, you've got to have a certain mentality, but then sports person, it's a different mentality, man. We've just got to keep our cool and keep our composure regardless, but they've got to do that on top of actually something physical and all these things. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. We can, we can at least wear in-ear monitors and block out the yeah. outside noise, you know, yeah. <laughs> but not these guys, you know, it's, it's very commendable, you know, what they do, you know, and For it's, sure, it's man. like, I, like I said, it's something that I'm, I'm not sure if I'll be able to handle all of that pressure. That's crazy. I, I can't handle the pressure. I'm just playing with my mates down <laughs> the park. I could never, but man, how about you? You're, you're on the roads. You're, you're, you're not at home right now. I, I am not in Los Angeles where, um, this podcast has um the uh, the it's taken off in Los Angeles. I am not there at the moment, but um we are still able to use the technology that we have and mobilize our um our gear and our microphones and our you know our talents and everything else. 
I am currently in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. Still in the States, though. Still in the States, but I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I am here with, um, spoiler alert, I'm here with my wife, <laughs> Ashley. Her, um, her stage name is, is Norell. You can look her up on all um, DSPs and, you know, all the socials. Um, her name is Norell, N-O-R-E-L-L-E. And she's actually uh, on a tour right now. Mm-hmm. And she um, she's booked a seven-day tour. We started in L.A. Then went to Dallas, Atlanta, Chicago, and now here in Cleveland. We will continue on to Washington, D.C. from here and then New York City. And so we're here doing this independently. Uh, we booked the spaces ourselves, uh, called the sound companies ourselves. I am literally, it's a two-man show. So I am running the, the keyboards. I'm running the, the Pro Tools. I'm running uh, the microphones. I'm, I'm even mixing from my station. Like I'm mixing the actual show from where Amazing. I'm sitting. Uh, we're loading in. We're loading out. I'm wrapping up chords. I mean, I got to tell you, man, <laughs> I have a, a whole new appreciation for um, the the roadies and the crew and, yeah. and the stage managers and the production managers and the booking agents, manager, all of them. Yeah. I have a newfound respect for all of them. And uh, I really, really appreciate this opportunity and the experience. And I'm sure we'll talk more about it uh, once she comes on. But I did want to reflect on uh, this past couple of years myself. It's been, um, it's been challenging, you know, but the, the, the best side and the upside of the pandemic is getting to know my family better. Mm. Um, that was, that was basically the, the, the high and the prize for, um, all of 2020, the end of 19 into 2020 and, and then continuing into now present, um, halfway through 21, um, getting to know my family better, you know, spending mm. more time, um, getting to know myself better you know, doing things that, um, that wasn't usual, maybe usual to some, but, you know, actually sitting down at a dinner table with the family and eating dinner together. Mm-hmm. You know, I really enjoy that. Now I'm glad we're, you know, we've implemented that in our, you know, family time and, you know, we get to do a movie night, we get to do a, um, you know, and I, I've, I've become a chef as well. You know, oh, so I, damn. yeah, I love, oh, damn. I, I love, what, what are you cooking? What are you making? Man, I'm doing everything, bro. I'm doing, we're doing Italian. We do a taco Tuesday every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, more fish, um, less beef, no pork. Um, turkey is good. Uh, chicken is still good. Um, only, only the good chicken, like it has to be cleaned. Mm-hmm. It has to be, you know, I, I have to prepare like it takes me four hours to prepare dinner, mm. you know, it's because I'm real militant about it. You know, fresh produce, you know, healthy options, you know, for all of us. Um, my son, Doing it right, man. Yeah, Doing my it son right. Aiden, um, he's turned vegan now. So we we have to uh, prepare vegan options as well for dinner time and, you know, all of that good stuff. So it's it, it's been a journey. I've I've. I've been enjoying it. Um, I I wouldn't trade that time for anything. You know, we've mm. had some losses 
of course, over the past few years, but, um, you know, we see it differently. Our perspective have changed and, and we have a lot to be thankful for. I mean, total, like even just appreciating sunsets, you know, we mm. would even after dinner, we would eat dinner and we would put the food away real quick and then run to the beach and catch the sunset and just sit there and gaze at the sun and the water and, you know, just like, you know, just being able to appreciate that and the wind blowing the trees and the sounds that it makes and the birds. And, you know, it may sound corny to some, but, you know, just just to appreciate the little things. And I'm super, super grateful for this pandemic and also, you know, presented us with this opportunity to uh, do this podcast. Yeah, the pandemic, you know, the idea came and, you know, and, and to the listeners, we we haven't even formally physically met in person yeah, but it's when, true it, it, it's, until it, next month you until know, next month we until, wouldn't have met in person yeah so once um you know we have the same management company um that's behind us and they they were like you know you gotta meet sandy you gotta meet sandy and once we met over zoom it just clicked you know yeah. it was just it was just the the chemistry between us was was really really good and um to be able to present another side, you know, of this life, you know, to you all and to the listeners, it's a great opportunity. We're, we're both in the same industry, but we're on, on two different ends of the spectrum. You know, I was thinking earlier and I don't want to talk too long because I know we got a guest and everything and we have to fill each other in on, on events and stuff that's happening. But Sandy, plays and have been playing for a band you know for the duration of his career and I think that that's something that I've always wanted I've always wanted to just be with one band like you know like Rolling Stones or 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 Kiss or you know one of those bands like band bands together like the the each member of the band family knows each other all the wives hang together all the kids are you know, their godfathers to each other's kids and stuff like that. That is something that I've always wanted and desired from the time I started touring. But I haven't been presented with that opportunity just yet. You know, I've been here and there and everywhere with artists, you know, that you know and that you don't know, just to name a few. Started with um, with Maya. Started gospel, actually, in the gospel realm with Donnie McClurkin and Kurt Carr and the Kurt Carr singers and Judy McAllister and then moved on to Maya and uh, Patti LaBelle, Darius Rucker. And then I got to play with Stevie Wonder, got to tour with him for a while, then Rihanna and then Seal and then Lady Gaga and, you know, a number of others, you know, and you can't really get, build a, 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 a camaraderie like that with, you know, keep changing bands and stuff. And, and don't get me wrong. I am super grateful and I'm not complaining, but that, that, but your position, Sandy, was something that I've always wanted to be a part of. I I feel like you should expound on that just a little bit for us. Oh man, you're too kind, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, he he goes off, he says about this and he reels off like 10 (laughs) legends, 10 absolute (laughs) legends. And isn't this so interesting that this is, the music industry in a nutshell, where everyone's kind of looking at other situations and saying, oh, I wonder how that would be. Oh, that would be nice. That would be cool. And yeah, it is. It is like all of those things. Like I was so fortunate to have 
such a long and prolonged time with with the One Direction boys. Like all of that experience was just just incredible. Um, it just if any anyone listening to this, if you kind of imagine what it would be like. It was actually that times 10. Like, I can't put into words how incredible the experience was. Like, to say it changed my life is just the biggest understatement. Like, it was this massive thing. But also people, like, I've had people say to me things like, oh, yeah, that, that you were lucky with that and you were lucky with that. And it's like, yeah, there's, there's, elements, of, there's elements of luck um, to certain extents. Um, but equally, I would say, you make your own like all there's a lot of hard work that go into things that people don't see people don't see all the sacrifices that go into things people don't see how hard you've worked driving up and down the country getting home at 6am driving yourself back gigs all the time i think the the year before i got the one direction gig i think i did something like it was over 100 independent shows with like loads of different artists and loads of different things and that's a lot. It it may not sound like a lot out of 365 days, but doing a show every three days with like a different independent artist, that's 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 a lot of gigs. Do you know what I mean? And some of them were small showcase things. Some of them were for friends, but they were still gigs. They were still different things. And a lot of hard work goes into finding that opportunity. And I sort of, I always talk about it being these two different paths. Like one of them is the hard work and the opportunity. And then when those two meet at the right time, that's when things start to happen. So yeah, for me, that was... That was the 1D gig and just incredible. Like they're just, they're the nicest lads ever. They're so legit. They're so real. They're great people. Um, I am eternally grateful for the fact that they kept me for the entire time that they were touring. Just absolutely incredible. Um, Like you mentioned, Chris, a lot of the time, acts will rotate. Acts will have different bands and different people will come in, different personnel come around. Um, Just yeah, just forever grateful that, that I was there for the, for the whole experience. And we got to see these lads um, just absolutely explode all over the globe. And America, just some of the memories from the American things like Saturday Night Live and all those kind of shows, the Today Show in New York, and just getting to explore America and go around there and play all the football stadiums. It was just, it was just incredible. And it feels like a long time ago already, which, which, is, which is kind of crazy. But yeah, it's just like so cheesy, but memories will last forever from that. It was just an incredible time. But hey, man, like it's it's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting when obviously you reel off like all the names you just reeled off. I'm just like, yeah, that's incredible as well. It's just different paths, isn't it? And different things. And yeah, obviously the last few years I've been working with some other artists as well. So that's been really cool and really nice. Um, yeah, it's always it's always a good journey. And I think just to go back on your point of talking about lockdown and the pandemic and what it's done and it's brought us together, hasn't it? It's so weird how Absolutely. I think as musicians, we just tra- we travel a million miles an hour all the time. Just where's this gig? I'm prepping for this, I'm prepping for that, oh I'm getting ready for this, oh I'm doing that. And you don't take a time to stop and think. Whereas in this pandemic, all we've had is stopping and thinking and spending time with loved ones and it's just been amazing. And for me, the hardest bit about touring is being away from my family. But you, sir, have got the dream scenario. Some of your family come on the road with you. Like some of your family is the artist. I mean, that's the dream, man. You have smashed it. That is that is the dream. And it's it's um it's a rarity. It's it's definitely a rarity. Um, even with 
for the listeners, if you if you don't know me or don't follow me, I do have two older daughters, um, um, two daughters as well as a son, a bonus son. I call him because we I married my wife and she had a son. His name is Aiden. My two daughters' names are Madison and Marley, and they're like thirteen and nine, and they live in New York City. So, um, being away from all of them, you know, is pretty tough, and I can imagine you know, for you being super tough, but I actually met my wife on tour. We were on tour together and I'm probably giving the interview away, but I don't want to, I don't want to interview her as my wife. I want her to have her own, you know, her own shine, you know, just, Hey baby. Yeah. Hey babe. <laughs> hey babe. How you doing? No. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's very tough on the family, but I've, mm-hmm. I've had opportunities to have all of them with me. Like they've met every artist that I've ever played with. Amazing. You know, we've hung out. We have some pictures. We have, you know, they they even asked me, um, Madison, the other day. There's a a very embarrassing story that I won't tell, but um, one particular artist that I work with, she she remembered it, and I was like, wow, that's that's super dope that you remember that and you have the opportunity, you know, to meet, you know, Rihanna and Stevie Wonder and you know, Camila Cabello and, 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 and it's Man. just like a family thing. It's like, Oh my God, these are your kids. And, you know, sometimes I have to be a hard ass about it. Like, you know, these are my kids and they're going to be with me. They're coming to sound check with me. They're going to hang on the bus with me. You know, you're going to see them in the morning at the hotel, you know, like as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I feel like it's not a problem, you know, but I am the family guy and every artist that I work with has to know that. You know, so to be away from them is is very tough. You know, it's very hard. But, mm. you know, that's life. That's what we got to do. We got to get through it and we got to do it and and uh, make sure that they're involved so they don't feel left out as well. You know, bring them totally. around as much as we can. You know, but that is also a blessing, man. It's it's a blessing. And, and I'm super grateful for that as well. For you know, sure, and man. They learn those experiences and, and able to eat different kinds of foods and see different mm. places and fly on planes and be on tour buses and, and stuff like that. I think that's super cool that they get to experience that. Um, For sure, my, my youngest, um, Marley, <laughs> I remember picking her up from school one time and, and um, her teacher approached me and said, <laughs> she said, um, Marley is going around telling everyone that you play with Stevie Wonder and I think she should stop <laughs> Um, telling stories like that. Yeah, you know, excuse me. Yeah. Just all, all you got to do in that situation, <laughs> you just type on your phone, get a picture of the two of you, just yeah, point, it, point it to her. I just excuse me. Yeah, excuse I just me? I just smiled and I and I said, um, I said, well, she's not lying. <laughs> and she and she said, really? I said, she's not lying. I do play for Stevie Wonder. And she was like, see, I told you. I told you he plays for Stevie Wonder. And, of course, I have to pull up a Instagram post or something like that. And, right. you know, oh, my God, jaw drops to the ground. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, we didn't know. And it's like, it's not it's it's not a big deal to me. You know, my kids, they, they love that. They love to be able mm-hmm. to say something like that, you know. so Yeah. Shame on that teacher, though. Yeah, Do your fact-checking first. Do your fact-checking first before you yeah. cast accusations. Yeah, shame on yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, too right. Oh, man. All right, so, I mean, I guess this brings us to, let's, let's tell the listeners, what, what are we doing? What, what is this podcast about? What are we going to be 
what are we going to be saying in this? Like, what's what's going to be happening? Because we kind of touched on a few things. We're going to be having guests in. Um, we are so excited to bring some of the guests to you. Some of the people that we've got lined up, people that I've looked up to for a long time as well. Um, some absolutely incredible guests coming in. Uh, we can't wait for you guys to find out who's coming in to talk to us on this podcast because it's amazing. It's really cool. Um, I feel very fortunate to get to speak with CJ um, to these guests. It's just going to be amazing. Uh, but also, there's another component to this, isn't there, CJ? What else, what else are we doing in this pod? So if you have any music, original music, um, unsigned artists, and you want to take a chance on yourself, please submit your music to us. Um, hit us on all socials at Another Side Pod and hashtag another side music with a video of your music or audio of your music. You can DM us as well and let us hear what you got going on. And it could be any genre, um, anywhere in the world. You can be in India and you have a, a song that you want us to hear. Like give us the opportunity to uh, post this and you on this podcast as well. And we can interview you and see where you at and see if we can build your following up and get you on the right road. Yeah, man. Anyone who follows us on socials or follows the Another Side Pod social will see we're always talking about using these platforms that we've built over the years to give you guys a platform, to give your music a voice. Um, we know about those early first steps and how hard it is. It's so tricky to get that first step on the ladder, to get that push out there. So if we can help give that to you, that's what we want to do. We want to we want to pay this forward. We've had some amazing opportunities in our careers and we want to give these opportunities to other people, to other musicians, to other artists. We want to let people in as people let us in. Everyone remembers those people that gave them legs up. Um I've I've had some amazing people that have helped me out over my career and if we can help other people, nothing would make me happier. So just like CJ said, on the socials, use um, another side music on the hashtag. We have a very talented young man joining us later on today uh, from the UK. We'll reveal later on. He did exactly that. He submitted his music and we have chosen him to be the independent artist of the week this week. So he's going to be joining us a little bit later on the pod. Um but I think we're going to gear up now for our main guest of the day. Uh, and it's going to be amazing. This is something really special. Uh, and I'll, I'll let CJ introduce our guest for today. Okay, so now the moment we've all been waiting for and anticipating. We talked about this special guest that we have in the house today. And I will do my best to introduce her as the artist that she is and not my wife because she is my wife i call her ashley but the world knows her as norell let's welcome norell to another side pod today hello everybody hello hello hey norell it's great to have you here hey it's good to be here thanks so much for having me absolutely um just i just want to ask you about cleveland ohio because this is your hometown is that right yes born and raised um amazing and this is where you're at in the tour at the moment um yes tell us about cleveland i want to hear about cleveland i'll be i'll be completely honest <laughs> my knowledge of cleveland um is kind of Le lebron james 
um, okay. and a fighter called Stipe Miocic. Um, okay. So that's kind of all I got with Cleveland. <laughs> um, I would love to know more, like musical life gl- growing up in Cleveland as well. You want to know what? It's so interesting. I was literally just telling my family um, today, like being away from Cleveland for so long, you know, when I come back, my perspective of things is so different. And growing up here, it seemed more metropolitan than I see it now. Like it's very country and like it's green. I know you asked about the music, but I'm saying all I have a point. Um, you know, is is green grass everywhere, trees, you know, and we don't have that in Los Angeles, you know. So mm. when I come back, I just get a different feeling in Cleveland now than I did before you know and um it made me feel really grateful to have the experience to um travel the world and and live in different places you know to both have a a greater appreciation of my hometown and it just Mm. allows me to see it from you know a different perspective so um coming out of this place to be where I am now I feel even more proud of myself really you know because there really are not a lot of opportunities here in Cleveland and to know that I kind of like really made it out the mud so to speak um I'm super 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 proud of myself like I created my own lane I really created Mm. my own lane of music in Cleveland you know like things definitely are not how they were when I was grant when I was growing up totally 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 different um it doesn't seem as though there's as much going on and of course we have to take into consideration COVID and stuff like that but still like I feel like there was I was here at a time where it really was the height of a a a movement so to speak you know and I feel really blessed to have been a part of that movement um because it now seems that everyone that was a part of that have has now moved on to you know really great and amazing things so I feel happy to be a part of a part of that really special group of people amazing and sometimes it's being away from somewhere isn't it it really makes you appreciate the things that you just take for granted you don't realize how amazing it is and then you're away for a bit and you're like you know what I really miss that absolutely for sure I I told my husband I was like when we're in LA I'm like oh I miss Cleveland weather I miss the humidity (laughs) because LA is like dry heat and then we stay by the by the beaches so when the sun sets it's freezing cold and I do not like to be cold like no winter for me, no snow. Like, please don't even talk to me about it. I'm agitated. I don't even want to discuss it. And I get here and I'm like, yeah, I lied. I don't miss this heat at all. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I lied. I didn't lie on purpose. I thought I missed it. But actually, I don't really miss the humidity like that. <laughs> okay, so, babe, I mean, uh, Norrell. Hey, man, you said you weren't going to say, I, babe. I know, you said, I know, said, I know. You said, I'm not going to introduce trying, her as my I'm wife. Trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Be, I'm trying to be professional here. <laughs> so tell us a little history of how you came up with the name Norrell. Well, I cannot take the credit at all. Um, I did not come up with the name Norrell. My mother came up with the name Norrell. It's actually my middle name. And so the story of this is, uh, and it's, it's actually pretty cool. My full name is Ashley Norrell Simpson. Okay. Most people don't use their middle name. So my, my government name on all my IDs is Ashley Simpson. There's already a singer by the name of Ashley Simpson. Um, you know, and so 
people, when they see my ID, like if I'm going to the airport, they see my ID and be like, oh, Ashley Simpson, how, how do you sing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, I do. You know, so that's been like the thing forever. So now as I'm pursuing, you know, my artistry, um, I can't use Ashley Simpson. I'm sure she has it copywritten, although it's my government name. You know, I want people to be able to differentiate me from her. So I, I use my middle name, which is Narelle. Mm. And my mom gave that to me. <laughs> and it sounds amazing and it Thank as a stage you. name it's incredible Thank yeah so absolutely much. and yeah yeah like you say um ashley simpson uh, yeah. famous for that <laughs> snl performance as exactly well. so, um, exactly yeah, it always goes there in, yeah exactly so if people type in ashley simpson into youtube that's probably what they're getting isn't it so, exactly exactly yeah. you know Narelle i don't is awesome thank you i don't you know jig off stages like that and it so. couldn't get any more opposite as well it, like, yeah exactly you know <laughs> exactly 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 absolutely so yes that's, oh, that's where the name came from <laughs> yeah so you're so at the moment it's cleveland ohio so you're on a tour right now um the life is but a dream tour yes. and cj was filling us in a little bit earlier on um about some of the details, but from an artist's point of view, mm -hmm. how is the tour? How are you coping with it? Are there anything that you could tell young up and coming musicians and artists about mm -hmm. how you stay sane on the road? Any tips, anything you can come out with? Well, you know, I think it was easy for both myself and CJ to kind of come together and do this. I'm not going to say seamlessly because of course, you know, we're learning things along the way on this side of it. But with our background in touring, you know, we know what routing makes the most sense. You know, mm. CJ has connections in different cities for sound gear, you know. So we had certain things in place that definitely made it um, run a little more smoothly. Um, mm. My husband calls me. I'm sorry. CJ calls me an Internet junkie. I just like to research. <laughs> I like to research stuff, you know, and my cousins are like, you should be a travel agent in your spare time. I'm always looking <laughs> up flights, you know, so. I always, you know, I know Tuesdays and Thursdays are really the best days to purchase flights. I know all the different search engines. So I'm comparing routes, comparing this. Okay, let me use my miles for this. You know, so I, from traveling and like wanting to either catch a quick trip home or fly my family out to, to where I am on the road. Like I've learned how to search for travel and hotels and lodging and stuff like that. So getting getting to the cities like that's half the battle once you're there you can figure it out you can sing on a street corner if you wanted to you know what mm. i'm saying so it's just kind of like getting there and having the necessary things that you need to perform um mm. with it just being vocals you know pre-recorded tracks and then live electronic drums it's super easy for us to just kind of move around because it's just two of us if it was a larger production with a band or if we had a band in every city, like that would make things obviously a little more intricate, not so much complicated, but just a little more intricate because then we would have to incorporate a rehearsal day and all of those extra things that, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about because that's not how I planned this out. I planned it out to be simple. You know, my idea for this tour essentially was, you know, everyone's been in the house for the past year and a half now. And virtually everyone has been doing like live living room concerts like, oh, cool. Let me let me bring that experience live, you know. So I didn't even have the expectation that I that, uh, you know, large spaces, which some cities have turned into, which I'm super grateful for. But my goal was always just like really small. Private, intimate 
settings you know like living room mm. sessions npr style you know type of vibe mm-hmm. 20 people max you know just like really small um you know so I, I planned it to be easy so i think that has helped us stay sane also you know because yeah. we don't have a lot of moving parts you know what i'm saying like i said we both have been in the industry collectively 35 years <laughs> you know so we've build relationships you know so we have people that we can call on to say hey either i'm looking for this or can you help me with this and you know we've been super 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 blessed to have a um a network of um peers who you know have expressed how inspired they are by us doing this and really just want to be there to help us in any way possible so that has also made it very very easy you know so my advice would really just be use what you have. You know, I think that as an independent artist, we get caught up on the things that we don't have, whether it's budgets, whether it's production, you know, all these things. It's just like use what you have. And and if you can package it well, not even package it well, you have people who support you. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be a grind on whatever stage you are in. And um, those who support you and genu- genuinely love and appreciate your art they will show up you know like I said I didn't have expectations of like show selling out in a day and me having to find larger venues so I was super shocked when that even happened you know in a couple of cities and yeah. Cleveland is the largest show by far which is super super cool I'm so excited about that representing um, like I, the hometown the hometown oh absolutely absolutely 1000 <laughs> percent and um L.A. represented as well. And I think if I had a larger venue in L.A., they probably would have been you know, comparable in terms of size. Like because Amazing. people day of in Los Angeles were still trying to purchase tickets. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't you know, sell anymore. I'm at capacity. Is, um, is that like is that a really mind blowing moment when people that you don't know are buying tickets for your show? Like, is that a really crazy yeah. moment as an artist? Absolutely. Sure. One thousand percent. Just yesterday. Um, you know, I had someone wanting to purchase tickets. And so what I've been doing in Cleveland, particularly, um, since I'm running everything, I can make the ticket allotment available on the site Mm. that I'm selling my tickets from. So if someone's like, Hey, can you get one more ticket? I'm like, all right, cool. I'll put the ticket on the site now so you can buy it. You know, instead of me just putting like 10 to 20 extra tickets online, I'll do it, you know, individual per, per inquiry. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she and I are texting back and forth. And literally, as we're going through this, as soon as I put the tickets up, they sell out. And I'm like, who nice. is watching the site buying this, these tickets? Like, it was really, <laughs> it was so crazy. She was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, every time I refresh, it says sold out. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This is crazy. Like, people were really on the site waiting for tickets to become available. And again, I don't know who it is because I'm only opening more tickets for the person that I'm, you know, having a conversation with. So yeah, in that moment I was like, this is crazy. I can't believe that people are like on the site waiting to see if tickets open up. Like that's, that's crazy. So no, that's, that's, that's like some next level stuff. That is, (laughs) that is crazy that people are checking up on that. And I think just to touch back on a point you mentioned earlier on, um, I think with artists, when I, in, I don't want to say in their earlier stages, but artists, when they're not quite at that final stage where they want to be, mm-hmm. I think believing in yourself, as obvious mm-hmm. as this sounds, is one of the most important things, isn't it? Because Absolutely. if you're on board with what you're doing, yes. other people get on board with it, don't they? And they 1, believe in it and they respond to it. Yes. Whereas if we don't fully believe what we're doing, 
how do we expect anyone else to? If we don't fully believe that our artistry is what we think it is, then people aren't going to get on board. And I think that's an important thing for artists to realize as well, isn't it? Rather than constantly comparing, constantly worrying about what the person next to them is doing, believe in yourself. 1000%. Believe in yourself. Believe in your talents. Believe in your resources. Believe in your your outreach. You know, like you have everything that you need to. Like you said, Mm. I think that. You know, it's super easy to get caught up in the comparisons and what other artists are doing, you know, but I personally just it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? I think what makes being an artist so special is the uniqueness. Like, I think that Mm. we all should be different and all have our own thing. You know, Rihanna's thing is selling out arenas and stadiums like that's incredible my thing right now is you know selling out little creative loft spaces like I think that that's dope you know what I'm saying like I don't Mm -hmm. have to sell out stadiums and arenas right now you know what I'm saying like I'll get there if that's what it's supposed to be if not I enjoy being able to touch you know each person that comes to my show and like have Mm -hmm. a small conversation with them after the show and then be able to tell me directly how much my music has inspired them or helped them help them through you know a specific time and you know how so many people relate to you know my my lyrics and and Mm -hmm. my my emotive you know approaches like all of those things like that is super cool you know what I'm saying like I I don't know that I necessarily want to be unreachable and and untouchable you know so absolutely totally. like you cannot compare yourself to to anybody because your journey is your journey and their journey is theirs and if you get caught up in that then you won't have it have any forward movement you know because you won't take enough time to get out of your head to be present to where you are you know so one thousand percent yes that is a perfect segue to this next question <laughs> and i must say you know since you talked about the tour and booking it and everything yourself is very very commendable um and Thanks. super proud of you babe for stepping out <laughs> i can't help it i'm sorry bro <laughs> super proud of you for stepping out and taking a chance on yourself since that's what we're celebrating here at another side pod uh with that being said um you talked about believing in yourself and there are songs on the latest project, a story about love that you have um, that hits on some very, very good life points. Uh, tell us a little bit about the new project, a story about love. Okay, so um, I started the project actually in 2018. So I had been working on it for almost three years. And um, I didn't start off with a concept per se, with this project. Um, but as I just kind of started writing, I saw a theme, you know, in in the content, you know. And so it, it ultimately came out to be a story about love, which was originally titled Greenhouse because the whole thought, uh, the thought process behind it was the process of kind of growing into yourself, loving yourself, you know, so that you can, have positive experiences with loving other people and kind of like the germination process that, you know, seeds go through being planted in the soil and needing the dirt. Dirt can kind of, you know, be correlated to quote unquote bad experiences, just, you know, as a metaphor, the rain, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to talk about the processes that we go through um, as human beings, you know, in our minds and our hearts, spiritually, emotionally, you know, um, just through life. And um, I didn't want that to kind of go over people's heads. 
So I simplified it to just a story about love instead of greenhouse because I don't know that everyone would have gotten that. Um, you know, but it's very, very personal to me. And um, someone who messaged me on Instagram, you know, they were kind of like, I don't know if you if you are familiar with the seven steps or seven stages of grief, but your album kind of reminds me of like a a seven step process of love because there's seven songs on the album and each Amazing. title. Yeah, I thought that, that was super cool. Each title wow. has a subtitle, you know, which kind of supports what the song is about. So the intro is reset mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, just kind of talking about um, having that one on one conversation with myself. I, I have to have an honest conversation with myself about about me. You know, like I have to be real about where I am in life, what I'm going through, how I'm feeling like, OK, you can't run away from um, what's in your face. If you continue to run away from what's in your face, you will continue to self sabotage you know so let's just have an honest conversation about where you are and where you want to go and so in parentheses you know it's introspection you know i'm having an introspective moment with myself you know so that i can make some um progress in life <laughs> you know and so reset is followed by self-love you know for me personally like okay let me have this honest conversation let me review so to speak every aspect of myself good bad ugly and different whatever and now that I can at least be honest with myself about who I am I need to learn how to love every aspect of myself you know I can't you can't take the good without the bad. That's just that's life. The ebbs and flows. That's just that's how it goes. You know, like nothing. If it's flatlined, if it's just one level all the time, you're not living. You're not breathing. There's no heartbeat. There's no rhythm. You know, so you it, that's just life. At least that's my perspective. So, you know, after self-love is um boundaries and then accountability etc cetera, etc cetera. so it really is just a story my personal story about love the process I went through with myself you know to kind of um heal essentially to heal mm. you know childhood traumas adulthood traumas <laughs> life traumas experiences you know um just really really wanting to heal and have a more positive experience in life with myself and with others and so that essentially is what the um the album is about you know and it kind of also is a journey about my love life I guess you can say my love life and you know me starting as a single person and working through these things and becoming whole so that I can connect with someone else who happened to be Christopher to start this new journey of you know growing together so 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 after step seven cj comes along <laughs> and the rest is history step eight yeah step eight, eight. <laughs> step eight christopher johnson enters the building <laughs> that is hilarious yeah but i think i mean thank you so much for sharing that with us and the process and i think occasionally fans and audience members um maybe forget quite how personal and intimate lyrics and mm. songs can be for an artist so when you hear people singing your songs back and giving appreciation for your music that must be so incredible because people forget that there's been years of living with these songs and perfecting them and getting them to be exactly how you want them to be and for a message to resonate that much with a crowd must just be next level feeling absolutely absolutely and you want to know what i being authentic 
in my music has become the most important thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of had to just let go of the idea of I needed to sound like, I need to look like, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Like just being who I am as an artist was really the main focus or the main focal point for this project, you know, particularly. And um, doing that, I feel, opened so many doors. You know, and I think when you are open and, and transparent and authentic, it does allow you to connect on a deeper level with the listeners, you know, because mm. we all really kind of share similar experiences. They may not be identical, but there's always some some something that, you know, is similar from one person to the next, you know, and I think ultimately that that is what they're connecting to. You know, it may not be exact, but it's something that they went through in life, you know, that kind of had that same feeling or undertone, you know, that allows them to mm. connect with it and say, you know, I, I know what that feels like. I can empathize, you know, or it feels so good to know that I'm not the only one who has experienced that feeling, you know. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I think with with one of the greatest things about social media these days is people feel like that human connection with their favorite artists and they can see that they live a life just like all of us. Um, things upset them, things annoy them, things make them happy. There's great, there's good, there's bad, there's all in between. And people often forget with artists that they're not this all-powerful and they can't be touched and can't have the same emotions and they're living cloud nine all the time. But Everyone is a person. Everyone is the same, regardless of what we've done and achieved, gained, lost. We are all just people and everyone feels the same thing. And I think that these days that, that that's been kind of leveled out a little bit more. I think with I think social media is amazing for that because we can see people's lives. And yeah, it's not always necessarily all the bad things that we'll put online as well. But you can see people's journeys and people doing stuff like, oh, no way that person also has to go and get groceries or whatever it may be something simple something silly like that but it happens um so to that point Narelle um with the pandemic mm -hmm. how has that been for you artistically and as a person as well oh man you know it was very challenging at first but in hindsight I think it really was the reset that I needed um to put life into perspective so to speak um I think when you are kind of used to just living a certain lifestyle, um, you can take advantage of certain things, you know, and you, you can kind of expect them to always be there. So while the rug was kind of <laughs> pulled from up underneath everyone's feet, you know, for me particularly, you know, after I um, allowed myself to detach from my ego, <laughs> I appreciated the process, you know, because it allowed me to focus more on myself. It allowed me to fo focus more on my family. I was able to be home more, spend more time with them, you mm. know, learn way more about myself, learn way more about the dynamic between, you know, family and all of that. Because being on the road all of the time, you really don't, honestly, you don't even know what you're like at home because you're mm. never home. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it allowed me to establish myself as a wife, as a mother, and not always putting work first, you know? So mm -hmm. that really was the first thing that I really spent, you know, the most time on. And I'm always going to be an artist, you know, no matter what. And um, like I said, I, the songs that I just recently put out, I've been working on them since 2008. So more than anything, 
the pandemic allowed me to have more time to get those things done, you know, because ultimately the holdup was me being in the studio and then having to put everything on halt because I got called to go on tour, you know, and so now I was home and I could just really focus on getting the songs recorded, getting it mixed, mastered. Okay, what's the look? What's the photo shoot going to be like? What's what's the rollout? You know, I had the time to invest in myself, you know, so um, I think that I I, I made the most of it. I think I, I made the most of it. I made the most of it. And um, in hindsight, it really was a beautiful time. You know, it, it allowed us to come closer to to each other and build stronger relationships, um, build stronger relationship with self. And um, like I said before, put things into perspective, like what really matters to me. My own music really matters to me. My Me as an artist, that matters to me. Me, me being self-sufficient, that matters to me. You know, so now with that new perspective, I can have a better balance in life, a better work-life balance, and, you know, just kind of implementing more boundaries and doing what makes the most sense for me as a person opposed to always being available for other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said that as well because the listeners need to hear that. They need to be encouraged and to hear certain things, you know, from successful independent artists. And I believe that, you know, what you are saying will touch and help somebody else. And even with the album that you have will help, you know, make them realize that they can do it. You know, you can believe in yourself. You can do it. Spend and invest in yourself. You know, that is the that's our that's what we want the world to know from this podcast and we mm. i mean we're running out of time but um can you tell us where we can find your music where can we contact you like what other music that you have aside of a story about love sure um i have an ep called love norell which is a um uh not to sade I made a Sade cover album. I love Sade. I grew up listening to Sade, and she's absolutely one of my favorites. Or the band is one of my favorites, rather. Um, That is on all DSPs, um, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, um, as well as any any music that I have released, any music that I'm featured on, you can find it on all of those streaming platforms. Amazon, um, Apple Music, Spotify. I said Tidal. Deezer, I don't know who uses Deezer, <laughs> but it's on there. Um, all of them. Yeah, you can just Google. You can go to Google and type in Norel, and all of my stuff, you know, will come up. I'm on Instagram more than any other social media um site, and that's at Norel. I am N O R E L L E I A M. Um, it's the same handle on Twitter and on Facebook. I'm not really on Facebook like that, but Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, you can definitely find me there. Um. Or, you know, just Google, Google and I'll pop up before we before you leave. (laughs) Give us a one line inspirational encouragement, something to an independent artist out there that's listening. Just one line. Give me a one liner. Something that's going to be that's going to punch us right in the face. (laughs) Just just the one around. (laughs) There's so many. I don't even know if I can give one sentence, but. I don't even know if it's going to be a gut punch, but it it really is just so simple. And we kind of touched on it earlier. And that is very simply, simply to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. And that's just it, you know, so take yourself seriously. That's the truest statement ever. Mm. The truest statement ever. 
And mm. what song uh, for the listeners that hasn't heard the album yet? What song you think we should play? Uh, getting out of here. <laughs> um. Oh man, how do I answer that? I don't know all of them. No, I'm joking. Um. I think the single would make the most sense. Although, although I do have a song on the album that is not a single, but it's a, it's, it's up. It should be the next single, and probably will be that everyone loves. I'll say play that. I'll say you choose. I choose. <laughs> yeah, you choose. <laughs> All right, this is Norel. Back into you, latest single. Back into you by Norel. Uh, please enjoy. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for sharing your music. Um, you guys just heard back into you uh, from her latest release. Um, 
And Narelle, you'll be pleased to know that when uh, you were giving your answers on what was great about the pandemic, they actually matched what Chris said. Chris said it was <laughs> when, but just before you joined us, Chris was also saying, uh, getting back, like enjoying family time, having time together, time with the important people around you. Um, oh, that's imagine so nice. if it said something like, the NBA or something like that. <laughs> what, what did you enjoy about the pandemic? Oh, yeah. That the is NBA so funny. bubble was amazing. That and then you so come funny. on and give a lovely answer like that. That would have been hilarious. But oh, no, man. you guys matched up. You said the same. Oh, you said the same so thing. That's so sweet. And, um, we connected. Let's get, yeah, let's get an honest answer. Narelle, how is Chris's cooking? Is it is it decent? What? Listen, okay. We don't live conventional, I guess, gender roles. Christopher cooks and it's phenomenal. Like my son, actually, he'll be like, um, mom, can I have some oatmeal for breakfast? I'm like, sure. He's like, actually, can Christopher make it? And I'm like, yeah, I can make oatmeal. But like every <laughs> everything he makes is good. Like he really, you know, could be a chef. And I, I tease him all the time. Like we need to open up a food truck because he loves to make tacos every Tuesday. I think this week since we've been traveling is the first Tuesday that we have not had tacos in over a year. Wow. Like we do Taco Tuesday every Tuesday and it's now becoming a tradition which I think is super cool because I didn't grow up with family traditions and now we have one and I think that that's cool absolutely and <laughs> yeah the, the reason why I asked was because Chris was telling us all about his new his newfound culinary skills his, <laughs> new, his <laughs> newfound chefhood but um there's <laughs> yes. a place actually that does amazing taco Tuesdays shout out Los Gringos which is right near to where my wife um grew up it is amazing the taco Tuesdays there yep. is slamming this podcast is not sponsored by Los Gringos. <laughs> if that's you guys not an would ad. Like to, yeah, that, that's not an ad. But if you guys would like to provide us with unlimited Taco Tuesdays, none of us will say no to that. <laughs> For sure. Well, we've got, we've got to get over there so we can try it. Well, yeah. actually, Sandy is making his way to the other side. He's oh, coming. Nice. He's coming to the other side okay. next month. Yes. So we'll we'll... We'll do a taco whatever day it is. That'll for be you. so yeah. much fun. That'd be great. Yeah. That'll be so much fun. And this is a total sidebar. I know we're running out of time, but I do also hope that this conversation encourages, you know, people, um, independent artists specifically, you know, to understand that you can have both. Like you don't have to sacrifice having a family to pursue, you know, your mm. career. Like you really can absolutely still be an artist and have a family. I know that that is like a, mm. a huge conversation. Like, you know, some people don't want to be in committed relationships or don't want to have children or whatever. Don't, you know, want to make those type of commitments because they feel like it could possibly interfere with um, the traje the trajectory of their career. So I hope that, you know, this conversation also encourage you encourages you to know that um, you can have both. So yeah, yeah that's it. So, yeah, thank you so much for highlighting that because it no is problem. important, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. It's important to realize that it's not just uh, this or that. You don't yes. have to make the decision between your career and your family. You can balance the two, and of course, it's going to be hard. But sure, everything in life is hard, right? Absolutely. Anything that's worth doing is hard. So yep. it doesn't have to be. You either have this or you have this. You you can have both. You can make the balance work. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Norrell <laughs> for stopping by another side pod and hopefully um, we can get you back on sometime. Absolutely. To Thank encourage you guys. Some more artists, independent artists Absolutely. to uh, pursue their dreams. For sure. You know that I like to talk 
and encourage people. So I'm, I'm all for that. And thank you guys for having me. Um, as the first guest first of guest, the podcast. The inaugural <laughs> episode. Which is super cool. I'm honored and I'm so proud of both of you, you know, for this endeavor. And I wish you all nothing but the best and continued success on this. And, um, yeah, I'm rooting for you. So thanks, thanks for babe. having me. It's a pleasure. <laughs> thank, thank you so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Let's set the record straight to elevate the people. Now's the time to never wait for better days to reach you. Pressure makes the extra weight that we. Oh, that was amazing to speak to Narelle. It was great to have that conversation. Um, I really feel like I know more about her as an artist, as a person. Her and Chris's dynamic, which is awesome. Gotta love the couple dynamic. It's always good. Same. I, I feel like I know a, a little bit more about her as well, and I'm married <laughs> to her. <laughs> like peeling back the layers, man. Like It's like an onion, peeling back those layers. This is it. Absolutely. <laughs> what do we got next? Next up, um, this is a part of the podcast, which some people who follow us on socials, another side pod on all socials, you guys will have seen this. A big part of what we want to do with this podcast is to shine a light on up and coming artists and give people a platform. And that is what this segment is going to be all about. So we've had loads of submissions and the submission that we've chosen this week out of all the people that use the hashtag another side music and tagged in another side pod, we sifted through them and we listened to this guy and he's absolutely awesome. So who we got coming up, Chris? So we have today his name is Lucas Watt. He's 20 years old. He's an up-and-coming independent artist from the UK. Let's welcome him to the ASP, Lucas Watt. Thank you. Cheers for having me. Thanks for coming, mate. Yeah, thank you. So we're obviously going to feature your music uh, coming up in a minute. We're going to play a short section of something that you've sent in to us. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself as an artist before we play your music and we talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been doing music since I was about 14. Uh, originally originally started when I was really, really young, playing the drums and stuff. Uh, and I I mean, maybe it was the, the front man in me, but I was kind of like, I want to be up at the front there singing the songs. Um, so I just kind of got into playing guitar, singing, um, and through playing kind of the pub scene and stuff like that is when I started writing my own music. Um, it all started out kind of like singer-songwriter music. Um, and then the more I started to play and sort of... the I mean, maturing my own music taste, it sort of moved into the indie pop world um, as I started to like people like Sam Fender in the 1975 and stuff. Um, so I'd say my music was like a kind of nice mix between them. I hope anyway. Amazing. Amazing. Beautiful, beautiful, man. So where did you get your drive from? Where did the drive come from? I think the drive must have been from my first, playing my first gig probably. I remember it. I was 14 and I played some of my own songs for the first time. And just the interaction with the crowd, it had me from there. It's like, I want to do this. As soon as I had that, I played something and they appreciated it. I was like, you know what? I love this. And I'm sure you guys probably experienced it as well. Like That's probably why you do it. It's just the being on stage. And if people are loving what you're doing, that's what drives me to do more. As, as well with like my recorded stuff. Like um, if I'm seeing a good reaction off people, I'm immediately like, right, well, let's do more music. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, too, right. And we've been talking a lot today about believing in yourself, taking opportunities, pushing yourself out there. And you are a great example of that. You saw this opportunity 
um you you utilized it um you, you mentioned that you wanted to be on the pod you put the hashtag on you put your social post out there and here we are um if you hadn't done any of that we're not sitting here having this conversation and it's about just pushing and finding opportunities anywhere isn't it and you never know what's going to lead to what and where things are going to be so it's amazing it's really great to see i mean 20 years old cj isn't that crazy like it feels like a long time ago I wasn't thinking about anything like drums, nothing at 20, bro. Like, especially doing it for myself. So kudos to you, man. Um, huge applause. And and um, I'm eager to hear this song, bro. Like, I really, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of some new stuff that I've been working on. I did, I kind of did over the past, past year or so while we're in lockdown, I've been producing my own music. And I've been putting out a song every few months and it's sort of, doing it over and over and over and then I've kind of I had a moment where I was like right let's stop for a minute I want to put something together that I'm really really like believe in so I've taken a bit more time to try and work on some of my own music take reference from other places and this kind of is what some of the new stuff I've sent you um, I'm hoping it's going to be like an EP um, but yeah I've just kind of taken some time and I'm going to leave it a little bit of time obviously hearing your guys feedback is going to help me with what I'm going to do with it and stuff Man, nothing to it but to do it. So right now, we're going to do it. This song is called Without You, and it's by my man, Lucas Watt. Here we go again, slam down the phone. Say you're done, reckon we both know. We don't want this anymore. Spend a year keeping it all inside. Stay together, cause we're so terrified. gentlemen lucas whoa, Watt, whoa. 20 years old <laughs> Wait, totally unexpected bro totally unexpected and i am literally not gassing you gassing is like i'm sure you understand it's another term over there i'm sure but um i'm telling you the truth uh it's my first time hearing this song uh, i haven't heard it before now um the first thing that I noticed that I really, really like is where the vocal is placed. Uh, I am a musician myself, so I, I'm a musician first. I can sing later on. Um, I love how the vocal is out front. I tell my wife all the time, um, I need to hear that vocal right here. I need it to be the benchmark of this song. And not only is it up front, not only is it out front, and and uh it sounds good your tone is good the phrasing is good the writing is good sonically everything sounds good like even if the drums are programmed which i think they are um 
Omen. It, it, yeah, it sounds really good. Everything is sitting in its proper place. Um, I'm not sure if you had help with the mix or, or not. It's good to hear that because I've, I've only been self-producing my music since the start of lockdown in April last year. And it was like, it was a sort of trial by fire because I was like, I can't get in the studio. So I'm going to have to start doing some of this myself. Absolutely. It's just all logic. And then the more I've done it, the more, I mean, I do it every day. It's a bit sad really, but that's the musician life. So, but yeah, that's all just me. It's just a demo mix. There's literally no EQs on anything. Like I'm not really, I don't know anything about that. I just kind of put it in and put it till it sounds good. The only thing I ever do is roll off some bottom end. I'm like, oh, roll a bit of bottom end off, let the bass. But other than that, I leave it to the mixing engineer in the end. But yeah, that's just a rough kind of demo mixer. Man, oh, you man. are you are on the right track, bro. As far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure Sandy will have some feedback as well. Oh, for sure, man. Um, and the thing is, you know, you as an artist, when you're saying about what you're doing to it, and you're not touching certain things at the moment, um. It's, it is just amazing to see where that is at the stage that it's at already to hear where it is. Um, for me, I, I was going to say about the vocal as well, that lovely kind of rootsy, emotive, strong, organic vocal, um, obviously drawing on a lot of inspiration there and different influences, um, and that kind of organic singer songwriter style. Um, and with this, you've, you've, you've created this with dynamic in mind. You've been dynamically sensitive. It hasn't just been bang, here it is, everything at the top. Note that there's that breakdown moment. You kind of you're building up as if you're building up, and then strip down almost that kind of anti-chorus thing, and then that lovely rhythmic quality comes in from the rhythm section, kind of out of nowhere. You're sort of like the the listeners, like I know where this is going. I can see where this is. There's that familiarity to the ear, and then you've gone for that really really interesting rhythmic phrasing from the kick drum and the bass, just sort of out of nowhere. It's like boom, here's this. Um, which again, you've talked about the 1975 being one of your influences. They do that a lot, don't they? They'll, they'll kind of make you think you know where you are. Yeah, I watch a lot of uh, Charlie Puth videos as well, and he's all about the anti-chorus. I love his sort of production style, even though it's way more in the poppy direction. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can take elements from it, and re- I try and use them a lot. And I, I, I do a lot of the work with my band because... I'm a mediocre guitar player at best. The main thing I do is vocals and then the writing side. They're the really good musicians, so I bring them in. Um, and we were talking about when we started doing this song, because I feel like this is sort of an EP track, um, maybe sort of the single when the EP comes out, so first single and this. Um, we felt that every single chorus we ever did, it was like building, 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 and you get that chorus. Mm. And I was like, why don't we do something that's just kind of, like you said, it builds and it's that anti-chorus where it drops out and then we didn't want to give you like, oh, here's the big crashes and we come in mm-hmm. like, here we are washing. So that's why we kind of went with that um, more rhythmic chorus where it's got the guitar riffs and then the bass doing the da-da-da, da-da-da. Um, so we wanted to kind of break it down a little bit because I didn't want the EP to just be like, banger, or here's another one where it comes in. Mm. I wanted to kind of give, take you on a bit of a journey. So that's why this, I think this track, I'm thinking like track two or three. I wanted that kind of dropout and a moment to go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but no, man, totally. I mean, to show that musical maturity uh, already at this stage in your artistry, like I don't think I, I haven't reached anywhere near that musical maturity yet. That's great to be thinking <laughs> about those things. Um, absolutely amazing. And 
always think about the audience as well. What is the audience listening to? What is the people, your fans, the people who like your music? What are they listening to rather than just solely thinking, what am I creating? It's some, it is good, isn't it, to put yourself in the mind of the listener as well. And from hearing that, that people always say that whole thing of if a song sounds good stripped back with just voice and one instrument, it's a good song. And that would work so well, wouldn't it? Just you and an acoustic guitar, just you and a piano, it would work, um, which is great to have that option further down the line for things like live lounges or acoustic sessions is great that you know you could strip that back but you've got this full production live sounding elements and all those different things and I don't know about you CJ but I'm kind of I'm almost hearing like a brushes hot rod sort of vibe at first then coming in with the full sticks for that rhythmic part to kind of again give that lift and that dynamic shift. Absolutely and and I want you also to understand um, you know we're all we're all novice, like everybody, because there are no rules. There are no rules to it. There's no rules to songwriting. There's no rules to production. There's like, it's whatever the interpreter, whatever you're interpreting as the artist, that's what it is. And so, and that's what we are preaching here at another side pod is, you know, be your independent individual artist with your own identity and everything else. It's always good to grab from, you know, different other styles and different artists and different, you know, writers. But ultimately, that's what's going to set you apart is what you do that is different from everybody else. So, like, wh- whatever you are doing, bro, please keep doing it. Uh, keep polishing up on it. Um, it sounds great already, like Sandy said. I'm sold. You know, again, I've been producing, you know, for a while. But, again, the pandemic shut down has allowed a lot of time for us to just kind of concentrate on it and go to YouTube university. You know, I'm working in pro tools. Like I'm a pro tools whiz now a year or two ago. I wasn't nearly as good as I am. I couldn't even open up pro tools, set up a session or anything. But now I feel like, you know, I can sit with the best of them. And that's only because, you know, God allowed the shutdown to happen and allowed us to sit down and sit in what we're actually supposed to be doing and getting that inspiration from the things around us, even just sitting in the house, you know, the entire time, you know, I I commend you. I commend you. Applause, a thousand applause. Mm. I wish I had an applause track I could play right here. We'll we'll uh, find one in the middle. (laughs) I'll find, yeah, I'll find one. (laughs) And, um, yeah, bro, you're, you're doing it. You're doing it. Stay on, stay on track, uh, block out the distractions, you know, keep your band close. Mm. You know, you guys make, yeah, make it, make it, make it a thing. You know, make it a thing. I, I mean, I can come up with a lot of ideas, but I do a lot of my writing with my guitarist Ben. He's, he's so good for guitar melodies and stuff, and we kind of bounce back off each other. And this band that I've got at the moment, they've been working with me for four or five years. The same guys, and they've committed their their life to me. Basically, like they don't get other than me getting them food and drinks when we're gigging and whatever, they'll come around here and rehearse and I'll, we'll make them food or whatever. But like, I can't, I, I can't pay them. Like originals gigs pay nothing. They just do it. And they come over and they spend 10 hours in this tiny little home studio. I've got putting the, the hours in and they're what make some of these tracks. Like half the ideas are I'll sit down with an acoustic or an electric. I'll program some drums and that's it. And then they come in put all the cool stuff in like I can put I 
an embarrassing baseline in Sandy. You'd be disappointed if you were <laughs> never, bro, never. And that's it. Um, and then they come in and they just make it sound pretty. And, and then by the end of it, I'm like, right, this is my song, but it sounds amazing <laughs> compared to what I started with. They're definitely the boys, and I have so much appreciation for what everything they've done. They've kind of built and put all their effort in what these like, all the all the the tracks and stuff on there that you hear the individual stuff that's all them and some of some of the time i'm good at like singing the melody like of a guitar line or whatever and they're good at playing it and then it's just a really good dynamic that i'm really thankful that i've got at the moment it's amazing man and you know what this shows more than anything they believe in you and they believe in your music and they wouldn't be there otherwise um i'm sure cj will back me up we wouldn't put that many hours into a project um, if we didn't believe in it. It, it. it just wouldn't happen. Um, so the fact that your musicians, your core musicians who have been with you for a long time, want to do it and want to work with you and want to get it sounding good and be in the room and come and turn up and do all these things is amazing. That shows how much they believe in your music. We know you believe in it. Now me and CJ believe in it because we, we can see what you're putting out. We've heard you. Um, it's amazing to, to spread that. And you should take pride in the fact that you've got people that are wanting to like push your music and wanting to be part of it as well. So it shows a lot, man. Um, just quickly with Next Steps, it would be great with tracks like this to maybe get a few different production options. So send them to a few different producers and you'll be amazed the different results you might get. Um, everyone has a different ear. Uh, it's amazing. Sometimes with uh, with pro mixers and pro producers, when you send it off to different people, you you would be amazed with the different results you get back, and that might be worth doing if you know a few different producers. But Lucas, tell us about where we can find you. Where can the listeners find your music, and what do you have coming up? Everywhere. I mean, I'm on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and all that. But also, I've got years worth of original music out on Spotify and Apple Music. I released literally five or six tracks over the last year that are all on there. There's an EP, um, so Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I'm working on an EP at the moment. I'm hoping to do a single and then bring out like a five track EP. So there's plenty of new music coming. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. Now that we're sort of coming back out of lockdown, I played my first show the other week to a room of like people, actual people squeezed in. It feels like things are getting back to normal. I'm just excited to get back on the bandwagon again and get things rolling, to be honest. Yeah, man. So what would you say to other people who are maybe a bit hesitant about posting their music and get putting the hashtag in another side music? What would you say to them? I'd say definitely do it because you two are some really nice guys. And it's just like, as, as soon as I saw you do it and I saw that you're going to be featuring upcoming artists, I was like, this sounds like a great thing because sometimes people on a, on a certain level sort of forget about the, the sort of underground up and coming people. And this is such a great opportunity that people should definitely do it. It was as easy as me posting some music, putting the hashtag, and then here we are. <laughs> You're the man. Thank you so much for joining us, Lucas. Um, it's a pleasure, mate. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> nice one. Beautiful, beautiful, Lucas. Well, thank you. Thank you for your submission. Thank you for taking a chance on another side pod. And we really appreciate you coming on, brother. Yeah, it's been an honor. Thank you for having me.
TJ, episode one in the bag, man. Man, man, this has been great. This has <laughs> yeah. been great, and and honestly, it's not as hard as I thought it was gonna be. Man, you know, we got we got Norrell on. You know, she's amazing. Everybody, please go check out her music. Uh, and then we got the submission from Lucas. Man, that was that was really good. Mm. I'm pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. Um, we hope this has been encouraging for people listening to us. Um, it's been it's been an absolute pleasure. This has been great, and we're looking forward to bringing some amazing guests. We've got such a crazy lineup. It's blown my mind the people that we have coming up in the next few weeks. So we really hope you guys tune in. We're going to have artists. They're going to be musicians, producers, musical directors. We're going to have loads of different people you're going to hear from. So thank you so much, guys. Um, from us, this is another side plot. Peace. For a decade. For a century of memories of your best days. From the 70s to the 80s to the 90s. All the way to the next millennium is where you'll find. From blues, funk to hip hop that make you want to pop lock. Jazz, gospel, and pop. There's nothing now we can't rock. Dub, reggae, the dubstep. R&B, get love next. House and EDM got you up to 3 a.m. This thing is getting difficult. From the analog to the digital. From the underground to the mainstream. The world will hear the same thing. It's classical, magical. Something that we have to do. But travel through the speed of sound and give the masses proof. The music is the language of the soul. And everything is music. Even if you don't blame the note. This is a healthy way to lose control of something that you never had another side. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.